Welcome to Satisfaction Factor, the podcast where we explore how ditching diet culture makes our whole lives more satisfying. Welcome back to Satisfaction Factor. I'm Naomi Katz, an intuitive eating, body image, and self-trust coach, providing anti-diet support to free-thinking grown-ups who want to reclaim their autonomy and consent from diet culture. I'm Sadie Simpson, an anti-diet group fitness instructor and intuitive eating counselor, and I help other fitness professionals disengage from diet culture so they can improve program enrollment, engagement, impact, and retention without shame and manipulation. Hey, Sadie. Hey, Naomi. Today's episode is going to be just a little bit different. It's going to be a little bit shorter, and we're going to be spending some time talking about shame-free fitness. Shame-free fitness is my new four-hour continuing education course for fitness professionals. So group exercise instructors, personal trainers, other people who work in a gym or a studio setting. It's for fitness professionals who are ready to do things differently. So if you have any kind of a role in a fitness or in a wellness setting, If you are someone who values serving your clients or your members or program participants in a way that's free of guilt and of shame and of manipulation and are looking to exclude any type of weight loss, body change based messaging from your fitness programming, shame-free fitness is for you. So if you're listening to this and you might not fit in to that category of person, maybe you're not a group fitness instructor or a personal trainer, feel free to continue listening or maybe rewind and listen to another episode if this isn't applicable for you. Or feel free to share this with folks you may know who do work in the fitness or the wellness field. Shame-free fitness is for people who strive to be the change within an industry that is notoriously centered around diet culture. I love that we're going to deep dive into this a little bit today. And I also love that this is open to not just like fitness and professionals, but wellness professionals in general, because I think there are a lot of folks out there who do things like health coaching or nutrition coaching or functional medicine or, you know, things like that, who also could really benefit from not marketing around weight loss for one thing, and just like really taking the diet culture out of what they do, like that they're providing a service for people that doesn't need to be focused on weight. And I just, I love that this covers all of that. A lot of the examples and things that I talk about within shame-free fitness comes from a group exercise instructor, personal trainer perspective. However, A lot of the concepts that are discussed throughout this entire program for sure can be applied to anybody who works in any sort of wellness, health, nutrition related field. So yeah, I'm excited to talk a little bit more about it, why I created it and just give y'all a little sneak peek into what I eventually have to do with this course. Before we get into this conversation, I just wanted to let everyone know that Shame-Free Fitness is officially open for enrollment. You can go to shamefreefitness.com for full information and to sign up or 
continue listening to this episode to hear all about it. Yeah. And we will, of course, put all of that information in the show notes as well. Yeah. And one other quick note, anybody who signs up by February 14th, so by Valentine's Day, will have the opportunity to participate in a free group Zoom call at the end of February. And the purpose of this call is to kind of gather everybody who has enrolled in this program because it is a self-paced thing that you do on your own, kind of on your own time. So it's not a group cohort-based program. However, it can be really helpful to meet and to talk with other people who are participating in the course at the same time. So again, anybody who signs up by Valentine's Day will be invited to participate in a free group call where you can connect with others who are also committed to creating change within their fitness communities, to ask questions, to troubleshoot tricky situations with a group of people who get it, who are kind of going through some of the same stuff and to just get your questions answered in real time. This is one of the few opportunities within this course as it is in the present to have some actual FaceTime with me and with other people who are taking the class to talk about it a little bit. I love that so much. Like, I think that kind of group element where you get to have that community of people who are also in the same place and where you get to just like bounce things off of people and get feedback is just so great. It's a lot like, you know, when we did our intuitive eating certification and we had our group supervision, it was like the best part of the whole certification process. That's, I mean, it's why we kept meeting and ultimately Mm -hmm. started this podcast was because, so often, especially when you do one-on-one work, like you kind of feel like you're just on your own out in the world doing this work. And, you know, we don't know everything. (laughs) We haven't lived every experience, you know, it's so, so important and so helpful to be able to get feedback from other people on, you know, specific situations that come up and, and stuff like that. It's just, this is how we grow as professionals is by getting input from people who have different experiences and expertise and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's so hard as a group exercise instructor or a personal trainer, often you are kind of out on your own. Even if you work in a studio or a gym with other people, you're rarely working directly beside of someone else. Like you're coming in, you're teaching your class, you're leaving, you're training your clients, you're leaving. So it's really hard to form a connection with your coworkers too. So this is a good opportunity to kind of make some of those connections with coworkers who may not necessarily be in the same building as you are, but are out in the world doing some similar things. So it's a great opportunity to connect with other people. Awesome. So yeah, if you're listening to this and that all sounds good to you, definitely make sure you sign up before February 14th. Yes. So I wanted to talk a little bit about why I created shame-free fitness and you and I have talked about this before. I don't know if we've ever really talked about it publicly, like on a podcast forum or anything like that, but I have thought about doing something like this specifically for group fitness instructors, personal trainers, other people who work in the fitness industry for ever. Like it's been something that has been like muddling around in my mind for years. And last fall, I finally started putting some things together and I initially launched it with the idea that it was going to be a group-based cohort with weekly or every other week Zoom calls. But 
upon launching it that way, I've realized pretty quickly that for this specific audience, for people who are like all over the place, as far as their schedules go, that meeting together in a weekly or bi-weekly group call just wasn't going to work. So I decided to switch gears and turn this into a self-paced course. And so this is the first time I am launching shame-free fitness as a specific self-paced course. So I'm excited about that because again, it's hard to get everybody together and have a conversation multiple times a month. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember what my schedule was like during my like Pilates instructor days. And like, I would never in a million years have been able to commit to like a weekly call. Like <laughs> <or> <laughs> Fitness instructor schedules are like nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All over the place. So for the last 15 years, I've been teaching classes and training clients and even working in some management roles. And during that time, like one of my favorite things that I got to do throughout all of these various roles was to be able to mentor and to coach and to train other instructors and other personal trainers and help them get off to a successful start because whenever I first started as an instructor, I was basically thrown to the wolves and I hated that. And it was really hard. And like, even looking back on it now, I had no clue what I was doing. So I was in a place where I just repeated everything I heard any other instructor say ever. I repeated a lot of crap that I saw on like workout videos that I would do at home and just use a lot of language and a lot of practices that were definitely a part of mainstream fitness programs that are not at all the way like I teach today, which is a good thing because a lot of those old videos like that I used to watch back in the day were like Jillian Michaels workout video. Oh no. Yeah. (laughs) Jillian Michaels comes back again. But yeah. And I think that it's important that we start having better conversations as group fitness instructors, as personal trainers, as leaders and managers of our teams of how to build a vocabulary and to cultivate a career that is founded upon empathy and of using words and phrases that actually are kind to people and motivating for people and that don't just shame people into feeling like they have to exercise because, you know, you have, there's no excuses and you have to burn it and you have to earn it and all of that sort of thing. So long story short, I've kind of taken a lot of what we've learned, like through our intuitive eating counselor certification program and kind of merged that with just all of the stuff that I've experienced that I've learned and that I put into practice as a group fitness instructor and personal trainer and kind of merged all that together to create shame-free fitness. So that's kind of how all of that came to be. That's so, so awesome. And I so relate to that concept of like being thrown to the wolves at first. Like (laughs) that's totally how I experienced being like a new instructor too. And just the idea of like having somebody as a mentor through that process is amazing. And especially somebody as a mentor through that process, who's not going to reinforce all the bullshit that you hear in very weight loss based diet culture based 
fitness settings. I honestly feel like that's the biggest way that this has the potential to make change is like, yes, individual trainers working with their clients. Amazing. Like so, so important, especially on like a person to person level. And also the idea of these people then down the road, mentoring new instructors and passing this stuff along to them. It just exponentially grows that experience for people. It's just amazing. Yes. Could you imagine like whenever you first started off teaching Pilates? Well, I know you've like gone through a personal trainer certification too. Like, Mm -hmm. could you imagine like what it would be like if the stuff we were taught from like the ground level was completely the opposite, basically of the stuff we're taught from the ground level. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, personal trainer certifications, which tend to be like, really, really bad as far as like weight stigma and Mm -hmm. perpetuating that kind of weight-based discrimination, essentially. Like it's, it's painful to look back at some of the stuff that was like literally in the personal trainer manual, like in the certification that I was learning. Yeah. Same. I know. I was just thinking back on that earlier this week, and I'd kind of forgotten like the certification that I did. It was a lot of home study, but then we had a whole weekend where we showed up and did like hands-on type work. And some of that hands-on work was calculating BMI, using the skin fold calipers, measuring people's waist to hip ratio. Like I remember being in the class, there was probably like 20 or 25 people in the class and we had our little tape measures out, like measuring everybody's bodies at the time. I didn't really question it because I thought that was just a part of it. But looking back on that now, like that just feels wrong, obviously, for so, so many reasons. Yeah. You know, I remember doing that both in my personal training certification and also in the nutrition coaching certification Mm. that I did. Interestingly, not in the Pilates certification, as (laughs) as toxic an environment as the studio that I worked in was, and as much as the Pilates environment in general is lacking a lot of diversity, both in body size and culturally and ethnically and stuff like that and racially, Despite all of that, the certification itself was actually like, I don't think we ever talked about weight loss or like anything like that. Yes, all the models in the manual were absolutely small bodied, like dancers and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. like, no, we really didn't learn modifications for people in larger bodies or anything like that. Like, obviously there was a lot of implied weight stigma there. Well, a lot of what I've tried to include in shame-free fitness was opportunities for change that I've experienced, that I've observed And I mean, this is definitely not the be all end all solve all the problems of the fitness industry. However, it's a good starting point for folks who are looking to create some shifts in how they teach their own classes, how they train their clients, and even how they communicate with their coworkers and potentially even their supervisors on how to, again, like lessen the shame lessen the guilt and manipulation that that's often found in fitness. And again, to completely remove weight loss as a goal or as a focus of any sort of fitness programming. So just really quickly, I'll go through what is involved in shame-free fitness. So this, as it is right now, is a four-hour self-paced continuing education course. And it includes five lessons. So lesson one 
we talk about what diet culture is. And this may be a little bit of a review for some people, especially if you've listened to this podcast, but you can never hear this information enough. And it's really important to reiterate what diet culture is and how it shows up in the fitness industry. And we spend some time in this lesson discussing other topics like weight stigma, fat phobia, or anti-fat bias, health at every size, thin privilege, and how these things, again, show up for group fitness instructors and personal trainers, how they show up in gym culture, and also recognizing how all of these components can contribute to diet culture and other systems of oppression and disordered eating and disordered exercise behaviors and why it's important that fitness professionals and wellness professionals in general have at least a foundational knowledge of these things. You can never go over the like basics of diet culture enough. It's so important to reinforce because we live in a world that's full of diet culture. So even if we hear it all the time, it's so helpful to just have a place where you can get that reinforced as opposed to the diet culture that gets reinforced all day, every day. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, and that's a good segue because lesson two of shame-free fitness is all about redefining health. And in this lesson, we examine like how and why we got into fitness as individuals on both a professional and a personal level and how our experience has impacted how we teach our classes and how we train our clients. And a part of that is understanding healthism and health elitism and looking at how morality is associated with a healthy lifestyle, because that is so, so prevalent mm. within the fitness industry and among fitness professionals, because often we are looked up to as quote unquote, like the standard of what health should be. But that often comes with a lot of one disordered behaviors and two, just this assumption that a healthy body can only look one way. And we spend a lot of time unpacking what health really is mm -hmm. in this lesson. Mm, that's so important. And then the third lesson is cues to cancel. And this is where we discuss different cues and words and phrases to eliminate from a teaching or coaching vocabulary, things that perpetuate shame. Again, saying stuff like no excuses and burn it to earn it and all kinds of crap like that. And we discuss best practices on how to conduct a class or a session that prioritizes consent, that reduces harm. And then we just discuss some ideas of words and phrases and things that we can use and say instead. It's just how to cut all the Jillian Michaels out of your, <laughs> out of your, your coaching. <laughs> Honestly, like I probably could have just said that and saved 45 minutes of that lesson and just said, just don't be Jillian Michaels and you're good. <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the fourth lesson is navigating tricky conversations. So how to respond if a client or a member brings up topics such as dieting or weight loss or disordered eating, body image concerns, and that kind of thing without contributing to diet culture and setting boundaries on how we as the professionals can uphold this value system to protect other program participants and class participants from damaging diet talk, which is very, very, very prevalent in a fitness setting. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so important too. setting those, those kinds of boundaries. And because even if we as professionals don't market around weight loss, and if we don't promote weight loss and all of that, like our clients still come in with these notions of what they should be getting out of fitness and exercise and stuff because they live in the same diet culture we do. And so having some tools to respond to that without perpetuating the harm is just invaluable. Yes. Something I wish I would have had years ago. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the last lesson is marketing without manipulations. So in this lesson, we discussed how to market health and fitness programs in a way that doesn't feel gross or doesn't feel manipulative We discuss a little bit about self-promotion of our programs and services and how to do that in a way that doesn't really feel sleazy and really specifically talking about marketing and promoting fitness and wellness programs without fat loss, without weight loss, and discussing how that's a thing that we can actually do. It just takes some effort. It takes some intention And it takes a little bit of bravery because as fitness and wellness professionals, we're so used to operating from a place of, well, the only way to achieve health is through weight loss, which is not true. And I think it's really important that we start having more conversations about shifting away from a weight centric model. You'll learn about what diet culture is. You'll be able to identify how it shows up in fitness programming. We'll spend time, again, critically examining common shame-based cues we hear and we use in fitness and then begin to incorporate a new vocabulary that will allow you to create a consent-based space for all folks in your fitness community. And like lastly, again, especially if you sign up by Valentine's Day, we'll have the opportunity to get real life, like in real time opportunities to have a conversation, get some practice on how to navigate some of these tricky conversations that we may have with our classes and our clients around things like exercise and eating and bodies and how to do that in a professional way that doesn't perpetuate shame or contribute to diet culture. I like, I almost wish I needed to do it. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. So again, specifically it's a four hour self-paced course. There's a quiz at the end and then it's open book quiz for those of you who may have a little test anxiety because after the quiz, you do receive a certificate of completion. That way you can use it to petition for continuing education credits or units to your certification provider. So if you do have a group fitness or personal training certification and you're trying to earn some credits, you can earn those here. I'm working on becoming an official continuing education credit provider through a larger certifying body, but that's going to take time. However, you still should be able to get credits for participating in this course. And then over time, I'm hoping to expand this from a four-hour course to a more robust program and bringing in guest presenters to lead lessons from their perspective and on different topics. So I'm excited about that. And eventually I hope to just grow this into something that could potentially be an in-person course that's customizable to other groups, but that's long-term stuff. For now, anybody who registers will get immediate access to the four-hour course and you'll be able to immediately apply some of the things that you've learned in this course 
to your classes, within your sessions, within your studios and within your gyms to start creating change immediately. So you can sign up at shamefreefitness.com. And again, if you sign up by Valentine's Day, you get access to a free group Zoom call at the end of the month. So, so awesome. We love, we love actionable things, right? Yeah. Like we, we love stuff where, you know, you walk away with stuff that you could just put into practice right away. Yes. Yes. And that is what this is designed to do. And it's also designed to help you start evolving as a professional, as an instructor, as a trainer. This is a good starting point to begin implementing some of this stuff immediately. Yes, but also to utilize this as an opportunity to continue doing some of this work to kind of unlearn and unpack some of the crap that we have all been exposed to in regards to fitness and in wellness on both a personal and professional level. Totally. So yay. It's a a both and. It's both the now (laughs) and the long term. Exactly. All right, Naomi, what's satisfying for you right now? Um, So I am satisfied right now with the fact that I'm looking out my window and it is like very pretty, like flurry snowing right now. And we're expecting, I think, another couple of inches today. But the part about that that's actually really satisfying for me is that Massachusetts, where I moved from to like to move to North Carolina, is expecting something like 30 inches this week. And oh I am my gosh. incredibly <laughs> satisfied with my choice to live here instead of there right now. <laughs> you want to know what's weird? Like we probably live maybe 15, 20 minutes away from each other, maybe like 10 miles. We aren't getting any snow. Well, actually, now that I look out the window, there's like a very teeny, teeny, tiny little bit, but I am not seeing hardly any here. Oh, that's so funny. Weather (laughs) is so weird. (laughs) Yeah, it's really weird around here. We have these weird microclimates, but anyways. What's satisfying for you right now, Sadie? I have recently been so satisfied by Jeopardy. Like (laughs) Jeopardy has always been a very important part of my life ever since I was a teenager. I used to watch it growing up. Like, you know, you watch Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy every night before bed. And I grew up watching it and always loved it. And I've always kind of gone back to watching Jeopardy at various points in my life. But I especially love it when there is like a superstar on there that just keeps winning. Like I loved me some Ken Jennings back in the day. I loved me some James a couple of years ago. And then Amy Schneider had been on here. Gosh, I don't even know how many wins, but broke some serious like money records. I think maybe beat, I know she beat James's, amount of time she was on Jeopardy or whatever. But um, anyway, like I love me a Jeopardy superstar and I was kind of sad. I don't spoiler alert, which everybody should know by now if you watch Jeopardy, but the streak ended this week, but I've just been, (laughs) yeah, no, sad. My Jeopardy juices have been re-energized lately and I'm really satisfied by that. That is so awesome. Yeah. I've heard that she is quite awesome. So Uh, yes. Cool. (laughs) Well, if you enjoyed this podcast, we would love to connect with you over on our Instagram page. We are at satisfaction factor pod. So come comment, send us a message, 
let us know what you think about this episode. And another thing you can do to support us, if you're listening in Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave us a rating and review because this helps us reach more people. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next week. 